0: to the center in the state. I'm Melissa Bell
1: and I'm Allison King.
0: and today we're talking about trains and not just any train
1: but the crazy, crazy train. train. <laughs> Girl, life is a crazy train, ride. Yeah, full of ups and downs and crazy people on the crazy train.
0: Thank uh-huh very much and
1: sometimes obstacles we did not intend to be there that slow us down or throw us off track and derail us.
0: (laughs) Derailed. I used to say that with a girl (laughs) at work.
1: I'm like, girl, you have derailed from your life path. What is happening? (laughs) Yeah. So one of those crazy boxcars that is on our crazy train of life is the shame and guilt boxcar.
0: Oh yeah. So here's the thing. When you derail in life, there are different ways it can happen. Sometimes it could be self-inflicted, like I do. Sometimes it can be um, spilled upon you from someone else, um, which has also happened to me. And sometimes it's just a life experience that just completely throws you for a loop. But when these things happen, we have choices. But we also have to combat With our favorite little naysayer who swoops in right as soon as that little thing happens Mm. and tells you all the things that you are.
1: That's right. So, the first thing, when we screw up ourselves and we like throw uh, the train brake on. "Ah!"
0: Like, when I said the not so nice words to the girl at the Toyota
1: dealership. Oh
0: yeah. That happened this week.
1: Oh,
0: that's okay. But that was self-inflicted. Did you apologize? I did not.
1: Oh, okay. Actually, well, you... I would go back and say it again. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and Sometimes, sometimes there's that, but I would say sometimes when we are the ones that, not sometimes, often we have the shame and the guilt. That's where we start to live. Those are the lies we start to believe. So when we make a misstep, when we derail our lives, when we fall away and make the wrong decisions for a brief moment, for an extended period of time, the shame and the guilt and the lie, that's the, those are the lies that really start to grip us. But when other people inflict yeah. their little obstacles onto us, they throw
0: their dirt on us.
1: Yeah. Or they, you know, cut down a tree and it falls on your track and then it derails your train. It makes me angry and it makes me resentful and a little violent. Bitter. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then sometimes crap just happens, right? We lose someone. I mean, it could actually be a death or it could just be the loss of a dream, Mm -hmm. um, the end of a marriage, which is really a death, a death of what you thought your life was going to look like. Um, so many things, just even a friendship that, you know, dissipates. I've heard lots of stories like that with everything going on in the world. There's so much segregation and divisiveness, um, that people are losing friendships and even families right now. And that brings on disappointment and sadness, sometimes depression. Lots of depression these days. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so those are the three main I think crazy boxcars on this train
0: I like crazy boxcars I live in them often
1: (laughs) well that's the thing they're a reality and so it's what we choose to do with those things because one we're gonna screw up we're just people okay so we live on this train and we're all gonna do this so we're all gonna screw up and we're all going to have other people screw us up yeah. People are going to be mean, right? <laughs> yeah. And crap happens to all of us. You can't ever be a good enough person or do something right or do something right. I mean, it doesn't matter. Life is life. So, you know, I mean, it's just we're in a fallen world. So what we do have control of is how we react
0: mm-hmm. when
1: these things happen on our train. Yeah. You just made a good point after
0: I was telling you, I didn't even tell you the story, but I did have some choice words for this person at the Toyota dealership. Um, and you were like, well, did you apologize? i was like, Nope. And I go do it again. Yeah. (laughs) Because, well, there's a lot to that onion, but, um, specifically this situation, we'll put that to the side. But sometimes what happens is if you sit in the darkness long enough, you get really comfortable. And then suddenly that cuss word six times a day isn't a big thing anymore. Mm -hmm. And it stops losing its sting and you stop hearing conviction, which is what God will do to you. If you're doing something that is not aligning with what he has called you to be or who he has called you to be, you'll have a little sense of conviction if you are in tune with God. But when you stop feeling the sense of conviction when you're doing things that are out of the character that God has created you to be, you're in the danger zone. I live in the danger zone a lot. (laughs) And there's only one way to get back. You have to like repent. First of all, you have to see the warning signs. Like, wait a minute, that should not have felt so good. I should not be going back for round two. (laughs) You have to repent. You have to ask for forgiveness from God. But then you've... Got to spend time listening to God and in His Word and be, and like refresh that spirit within you. I know that sounds kind of kooky, doesn't it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> woo 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 woo. I love that. I think that that is such a good reminder, and it was beautifully said, by the way.
0: Thank you. Aww. It's a life experience,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I think that that's where when we're on this crazy train, we really have. That choice, like what you were saying, to stay on that track, the same track that we've been on, to get stuck in there, to push all these feelings down, and then, of course, it does seep out. I yeah. mean, it just always does in certain ways, certain words, certain certain things, and it's our responsibility to try to get to the root of that, but so often we don't because it takes a little work, and it's hard, and a lot of self-reflection can really be a bummer. Sometimes. And all these things take time. And who has time in their life these days? And if you do have time, wouldn't you rather watch Netflix than really think about the bad decisions that you've made? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, Satan will constantly bring them to your mind, which is why you
0: go to Netflix.
1: <laughs> exactly. But we can pull that little track switcher that they have. I don't know anything about trains, y'all. But I do know that there's this little switch that that they pull and it switches the train to another track. And that's what we want to visualize today because when we take notice of those lies and take control over our actions and get in tune with God, then we can make changes. And that, although we can't control all the things that happen to us in our lives, we can control what we do with it. Yes. Um, Mm. Even though it takes a lot of work sometimes and the work feels So hard sometimes, like being nice to certain people sometimes feels so hard to me that I just want to give up.
0: Oh, yeah. Like we said
1: last week, screw all of you. (laughs) It's like, but God is with us. He always is, even in the sadness and in the despair and in our messes. And one of my favorite things, this is really about just our sorrows, because I feel like there's just been so much loss. Mm Mm-hmm. Lately, loss of friendships, loss of loved ones through death, loss of um, freedom, freedom, oh sorry, yeah, <laughs> that <laughs> too. Dreams that we've had about certain things, even marriages, dreams of marriages that we thought we would you know, be married forever, and we're just seeing marriages fall apart and and that is the death of a dream when your marriage falls apart. but psalm fifty six one says, You keep track of all my sorrows. Talking about God, of course. You have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. That's how much he cares. This brings me so much comfort. Um, Even when I am crying sorrowful tears about maybe decisions I've made. (laughs) You know, like he keeps track of those too. He cares about those.
0: But for me, it's
1: comforting to know. Like,
0: yes, someone else is taking note of what just happened to you. Yeah. Someone else is aware of all the pain that somebody else has caused you. Yes. Because there's a
1: lot of that going around
0: these days. For sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so there are a few things we want to, tools in your tool bucket to give you today. If you're, if you're kind of stuck. Do you have a
0: tool bucket? I think you're supposed to have like a tool bag
1: or a tool belt. No, a bucket. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. Have all you right. seen those those like five-gallon buckets, and they have the little tool pouch that goes around it so you can put stuff inside it and on the outsides in the in the pockets? Okay,
0: okay. Oh. I'm old school with the little pouch slinging around my whiskies. I, it. No, I do
1: love it when my man wears his tool belt, not going I
0: have. mean, men with tool belts are kind of sexy. I think so, yeah. if it's my husband.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the first thing when you get stuck in this is to remember, above all else, you're not alone. I mean, oh. Psalm 56, one proves that.
0: And is that not, God
1: is with you? You are not
0: alone. But is that not the biggest lie that Satan sells us every single time we either a do something wrong or B something's been done to us? We have to suddenly we feel this guilt and this shame and then we have to like hide in it because that's where Satan wants you. He wants you to feel like you are alone.
1: This has mm-hmm. never happened before. Yeah, it's like those kids that you have, you know, and they use these absolutes. <laughs> All my friends get to do this. Right? You never let me do that. I'm the only one who doesn't get to. Yeah. <laughs> so we do that same thing. We take on this absoluteness. Like, I am the only one who's dealing with this. I, what is wrong with me? Why can't I get through this? Why, why does this happen to me? You're not alone. And I think you know that's why we talk over and over again and we try to be so honest and transparent, even just through our podcast. Like, you're not alone. Yeah. Or, there is nothing new under the sun. And when we can understand that, it makes it so much easier to tackle it.
0: Yeah, and finding your people that you can talk this through with, you know, or send us a message. Mm-hmm. Um, if we haven't done it ourselves, we probably know someone close that has.
1: Right, and that, that really is number two, like talking to someone. Oh, I didn't even know that. Look at me. Oh, look at you. <laughs> Going right in there. <laughs> Telling someone you're struggling. Um, recently, this incredible... Um, story just had this thing happened and someone in a marriage, they were just having so many problems and one of them, I won't even say if it was the husband or wife decided that they would finally come clean with an addiction that they had. Oh, and it was so freeing for both of them because one, it explained to the spouse that just couldn't figure out what was going on that they had tried all these things and nothing was making it better right the other one was released from the shame and the guilt and the just that private Mm
0: -hmm. addiction
1: because what is left in the dark as you said it needs to be brought out into the light where the healing can occur and just in that moment where truth was spoken Mm. it was huge
0: i love that and Such a testament to, yes, your thing might not be an addiction, but what is it that you're holding in the dark that is creating a little rift between you and your loved ones, or you and your friends and your family members, or you and God? Right. If there is something in the dark, there is only one person that will use that, and that is Satan.
1: Mm, He loves the dark. Yeah. And that really goes in to number three stop it (laughs) you're so good oh my gosh I need to see your notes girl (laughs) (laughs) but really it is taking time to search within yourself and reflect on what is the root of the issue you're dealing with at the time because so the doubt the fear the anger the uncertainty you know, what is the cause of that? And that, that takes time. And that does take other people, sometimes just a friend, sometimes a counselor, Um, s- sometimes a week, sometimes a year, sometimes lots of years. If you've listened to this
0: podcast, you know, I'm still unpacking things from 25 years ago. You're welcome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think we all are in some way. I mean, there are things that we all co- can come to the realization of the more we grow. And I think God is so tender and sweet and that sometimes that he just, takes a layer off at a time if he revealed to us the whole onion at one time I don't we wouldn't we would crush under the pressure
0: yeah think of it like getting your base tan right you just go out for a few minutes a day because you can handle all that light you don't need to know all that heat
1: girl I like that
0: <laughs> thank you you know I'm holding on to summer as the week, <laughs> as the fall is closing in on us.
1: <laughs> it's better than an onion your base tan for sure oh that'll be our new one it's like a base tan. <laughs> Sometimes it, you know, sometimes those things come from the root of something that happened in your childhood. Um, it, oh, Sometimes it's just that we don't, we want control that we don't have because we all know control is an illusion. Uh, there's just so many things, but it's so important to search for that root cause because that's what helps you pull that switch and, and change the trajectory of the track that you're on.
0: And so here's the thing. Today, you might find yourself in a place where... You thought you knew what the right thing was, but then over the past, you know, all your friends were doing it. So yeah, let's go down this path. But now you're thinking, man, I've been invested in this path for so many years or so many months. And now I may as well just keep on going. Nah, bad idea. (laughs) At least nowhere good, I promise. And you are never too far gone to turn back around to God because God is right there with you. You just
1: have to look up. It's so true. It's it is it is so challenging. I just had lunch with someone yesterday, a dear friend, and she was just expressing how making certain decisions to stay on the path that God has called us to as as followers of Christ, as disciples is so hard, so challenging right now and so isolating. Mm -hmm. And she just said, I just feel so isolated um, and so alone. And it's not just in the world. It is from her own family and friends. And, and I said, you know, there's a reason why they say the narrow gate is the one less taken because listen, that little narrow gate, unlike the wide gate that everybody can get through. It's like state fair, honey. (laughs) Everybody can get through there. Everybody's eating those funnel cakes. Everybody's walking around, petting those cows without using hand sanitizer. Y'all can tell I'm (laughs) not a big fan of the state fair. (laughs) Anyway, everybody's doing that. Everybody's there. It's so easy to follow the crowd, to get lost in the crowd, just to do what the crowd is doing. But the narrow gate, very few take it. And you stand out more. And, It's narrow. So sometimes you got to wiggle and push and scrape and maybe even cut an arm to fit through it. You know, like that, just literally, that's my visual. I am trying to shimmy through this little narrow gate, um, but that is the way to Jesus. And so that, the two final things that we want to share with you today, one is take a new approach. If you're trying to pull the switch on that track, take a new approach to studying scripture.
0: Yeah, we've done lots of different um, ways to study scripture over the past year or so. We we have some resources on our website. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of the Bible in a year, but also that takes a lot of rigor. Is that the right word?
1: Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> it's I like very that.
0: rigorous. And so that might not be where you are. That doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. It just means that's not where you are right now. Maybe it's a daily devotional. Maybe it is taking a scripture and sticking it on your mirror for a month. So you recite it. Um, The important thing is that you're in scripture.
1: Right. I mean, one of the cool things I did years ago was I just read a Psalm a day or you could do a week, whatever, no pressure. Um, And I came up with a doodle that I guess it was like a scripture or two or a verse or two out of that chapter that just stuck out to me and I did it. I just doodled. I'm a terrible artist, but doodled an image that reminded me of that particular Psalm. And I just did that through the Psalms. Sometimes you just want to take all your favorite verses and do them on a spreadsheet, cut them up and every day or few days, pull one out and read that one or memorize it for the week. Um, Or just pick up a different translation of the Bible that you've not read before and just see how the Word comes to life for you. Um, there's, a, Pick up our journal. Yeah, I was going to say, there's, <laughs> it, our there's our journal. There's our journal. That's right. Super new. You can get it on Amazon. But it teaches you different ways to approach Scripture, including translations, and just sitting and focusing and resting in God's Word. But that last thing, talk to God more, not less. I think we're so... Busy these days, we want just want to fill our time, fill our brain space, that quiet space with noise um, with talking to other people, other sermons, other you know it could be good stuff, you know you could just listen to eighteen different pastors, like I don't know, but sometimes it's just good to talk to God, just to shut up and listen and see what the Holy Spirit has to say to you, Tell them what you're struggling with,
0: yeah, and I think be aware of your um, cycles, meaning, or your habits, maybe if you are one that has to pick the phone up as soon as you get in the car, if you are one that has to always have the radio on or something going on in the background, you're afraid of silence. And in that silence is where you're going to find God. Mm -hmm. And so what is it that you're running from? I say this because this is me. So, and, and I have to say, Oh no, no, no. We don't need to, you know, I put a podcast on while I'm in the shower. Like, okay, that's a bit overkill, maybe. <laughs> so just be aware that, um, of your habits and maybe it'll lead you to some truth about you you never knew.
1: God does speak in the silence. So we, we have to find a little bit of that in our lives. We're not saying don't ever watch TV or don't ever listen. We're obviously not saying don't ever listen to a podcast. <laughs> um, we're not saying that. We're just saying take a little bit because he speaks in that silence and in that stillness says it all through scripture, you know, and we have to carve out that time because it is with him, with his power, with his might, with his love that we are able to pull that track switch and change the trajectory of the crazy train of life that we are on.
0: Yeah. And don't forget, you know, um, the enemy is this the master of darkness. He is also the master of busyness. So Mm -hmm. maybe you need to scale some things back a little bit so you can find quiet time because it is in the Bible all through scripture that you need to spend time in his word. And so if you're not doing that, there might be somebody else orchestrating your life to make sure you're too busy to do it.
1: Mm. So this week, just remember, we're all on the crazy train. Whoop, whoop. Let's just make sure God's the conductor of our tra- crazy train.
0: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we'll see you next week on the Center in the Same.